0: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at Chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes. Ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines.
1: In a week where the ICC introduced numerous changes to the laws, including Matthew Wade's right to shove an England fielder out of the way, this is Can't Bowl, Can't Throw. Oh, they said, did we want to appeal? But um, I said no. I, I just had my eyes on the ball the whole time, so I didn't really see what happened. and um, We've only just got to Australia, so I thought, oh, we'll, um, just carry on on the game. Maybe if it was a World Cup game. You might have... uh, maybe. I, like I said, I didn't see it live. I was just looking at the ball, so... Um, I just thought it's it quite hard. I don't know what I'm appealing for, really. You're here with Dan Lipke and Kat Jones and Joss Butler explaining <laughs> why he did not uh, did not appeal for Matthew Wade shoving Mark Wood out of the way as he tried to take a catch.
0: Is it? Matthew Wade, just an absolute delight. <laughs> he is.
1: He is. He's, he's very funny. He, um, yeah, he completely brazen about it. Didn't care. He like tried to hook the hook the shot. The ball cannoned off his helmet and went straight up in the air. And Wood was about to catch it for uh, coming through. And Matthew Wade said, "No, <laughs> I'm getting back to the crease, and in the process, I'm just going to shove you out of the way." So Incredible. all very good.
0: I mean, really, it probably would have been Mark Wood's argument to Butler that w- w- she- Mark Wood is the one who should have said, "Hang on, we should appeal." No, Oh, Mark right? would,
1: would, would have got a wicket. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. But so it's not Butler. If Butler wasn't looking, then, you know, quite often people are ball watching, right? You know, they I say don't, don't don't ball watch, but where are you supposed to? We can't look everywhere on the field.
1: Yeah. I mean, he, he may not have been, like, he was literally right there. He was, he was two metres away from him, like coming in to try and get the ball himself. So mm. ma- maybe he wasn't watching exactly what Mark, uh, Matthew Wade was doing. But yeah, still, I, I would have thought someone, Mark, Mark Wood was probably watching the ball as well. He was trying to take the catch too. So, mm. You would have thought someone might have said, hey, do you want to get rid of Matthew Wade? And he said, no, nah, I can't be bothered. Let, let's be nice. First game here. Yeah. Why is Josh Butler so needy? Why does he need Australian crowd's approval so much?
0: Mm, that's that's a, this is definitely a new thing because in previous times, I, uh, England don't care about the Australian crowd too much. Yeah. And they shouldn't care. Yeah. I mean,
1: he's certainly no Douglas Jardine, is he? He's, he's, he's very concerned about whether the Australian cra- crowds will like him or not.
0: Well, he might lose some Instagram followers. He
1: might, yeah. yeah. I guess there's a few there. Yes, but England won't man cad. (laughs) <laughs> we, we've also learned that they won't appeal for obstructing the field although he did say they might later in a tour so do they just add dismissals as they go along further in a tour of a country so they show up and they, they won't take your wicket in any, any way they may bowl you but that's probably it mm. and then the rest they just add them in slowly over time yeah, by the I world guess... cup final they'll they'll time you out they won't care they'll do yes. anything
0: yeah I, I think you've got to be prepared for anything in the final
1: mm. we did have the daily telegraph uh, they they <laughs> asked an interesting question didn't they
0: yes so, uh, they 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 Said, uh, what will happen if everybody does what Matthew Wade did?
1: And, and I guess the answer is every other nation in the world will just appeal for obstructing the field and the battle will be out i I think that's the solution i think once again england journalists and cricketers are looking for complicated solutions to problems already solved by abiding by the laws of cricket so yeah
0: there is actually a law there for this (laughs) but i would prefer it if you know you know wade was holding back mark Wood. they they perhaps could introduce a law where there's something a bit more official like maybe they should have stopped and had a quick arm wrestle Mm. to decide
1: who's the the stronger yeah Yeah.
0: exactly and then you know if If Mark would won that, then he could go forward for the catch. Mm. So, yeah, all sorts of possibilities there.
1: Well, well, a few years back, of course, Australia did appeal when uh, Ben Stokes obstructed the field, when he Mm. threw an arm out as Mitchell Stark tried to throw the stumps down. And and do do you remember who was leading the appeal uh, for that? (laughs) No. It was Matthew Wade from behind the stumps. So, (laughs) God bless Matthew Wade. He's an absolute hero. Anyway, there have been some other rule changes from the ICC. So, uh, probably the most notable is that after a batter is caught, the, the new batter will now face the next ball, even if the batters have crossed while the ball is in the air. So, yeah. I'm glad they got rid of that. That was a scourge on the game, wasn't it? All these batters crossing. Oh, yeah. Terrible. Terrible aspect of the game.
0: Terrible aspect. And we've seen that this has already flown through to junior cricket. Well, I, I,
1: I, <laughs> we did see that. And I i, that, I think they applied it incorrectly because they, did, they so. did it for a run out rather uh, than a catch in the air. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, as long as uh, junior cricketers are getting confused, that's the important thing.
0: Uh, as long as approximate rules are being followed yeah. in junior cricket, I think that's the main thing, isn't it?
1: Yeah. There's also a new dead ball rule. Uh, basically, if teams are disadvantaged, if play is interrupted by an invader, such as a dog or Jarvo, they'll, um, uh-huh. uh, the umpires can call dead ball. So that's a good, good way to stop Jarvo from making a nuisance of himself again. I
0: do like the idea that previous to this, the ball was still alive. <laughs> yeah. If a dog comes onto the pitch, grabs the ball, <laughs> you and you run. can just keep running. Yeah. Like, yep. You know, they're, they're or, or java <laughs> <laughs> grab the ball too. Yep. This could have, you know, this was a, a big incentive for, mm. for people to invade the pitch previously. So now this is uh, obviously clamping down hard. Yes.
1: And, and the, other, the other final major rule change is that they're going to stick to this thing where you, you can no longer put saliva on the ball. They, uh, after a couple of years of COVID, they said, you know, even without COVID, as big a threat as it was, it's still pretty gross. It's still gross. <laughs> this is the part of the show where we discuss the cricket news of the week. <laughs> Lots of stuff going on in the world of cricket, but we just have time to cover still more t20 cricket it's it's never ending at this stage
0: absolutely and you know what even already the most bizarre moment of this cricket season has happened with uh, with Wade hanging on to Mark wood I don't think anything in the World Cup's going to really surpass that
1: ah oh, that, that, that would be sad but you're probably right I, I would like to think they could pull out something just as ridiculous uh, during the World Cup but it's a that's a good standard has been set by the Australians and, and England yeah uh, we did have a couple of weird moments in the Australia West Indies games which took place Last week, so we had a little bit of drunk Hawkeye. Um, yeah. uh, Australia reviewed a stark LBW shout, and then they saw the replays of it. And they said, oh, well that's pretty obviously heading down leg sides." So they all wandered back to their fielding positions. Then all of a sudden, Hawkeye popped up and said, <laughs> "No, nope, that's hitting the stumps." It's and out. they're like, "Oh shit!" Okay, so yeah. they had to run all the way back into the huddle again.
0: Yeah, that was fantastic. We also had some more uh, some more Matt Wade uh, mm. cameos here, and uh, that. Panicky final over in their second uh, I think it was match. the first one. Oh, the first match. Yep. Uh, there were a couple of collisions and uh, Matt Wade collided with the with the bowler. Mm-hmm. And <laughs>
1: Warming up for England, right? Yeah, so
0: as well as those collisions, there were a couple of drop catches. Mm. So a very exciting final over. Was that the one where we needed 11 yes, from was. six? Yeah, yeah. And Matty Wade, you know, got Australia home. Yep. I won't be happy until he gets top dollar at the next IPL mm. auction. Like, should, absolutely. right? Absolutely. I'll be furious if he goes under, I don't know. A million bucks.
1: He, he and Cameron Green should um, try and do some kind of package deal oh, because because yeah. that's a comical package deal. Because Cameron Green, as you may have heard, is quite tall, yeah. and uh, Maddie Wade is pretty short, so I think they could come together, just you know, tied together, say, "Look, bid for both of us, and and see what you get."
0: Yeah, that's right. And how was how was Sir Stark? He's took these fantastic court and bold chances yes. as well, right? Yeah, he
1: took this. Yeah, more unfair than any mancat has ever been. This court and bold, he somehow got it on his follow through in the wrong hand, like. It was driven back into his right hand and he somehow twisted yeah. his left hand around to catch it. I know he's left-handed, but still, it was a very Incredible. strange way to catch it. Yeah. And, of course, we also had Tim David going silly in the second match uh, mm-hmm. against the West Indies, which uh, means I think that Australia's r naught for Tim David fever is, is officially <laughs> out of control. Uh, yeah.
0: doesn't stop there being plenty of people and plenty of casuals, including any random child that wanders past our TV screen going, who the hell's Tim David and why is he in the team? It mm. <laughs> doesn't yeah. matter how good Tim David is. That, yep. that I think, will happen.
1: Yeah, well, we know Tim David fever is like t- takes a while to infect ah, our younger younger children. It's, it's more yes. effective against a older big, fans of the game. Yes, like, big incubation
0: ourselves. period yeah. for Tim David fever. Yeah.
1: and of course, apart from uh, the Wade fend on wood, there there were other highlights. We had Brad Haddon in commentary deliberately <laughs> calling Josh Butler Josh for the <laughs> entire innings. Which yep. maybe that's maybe that's why Josh Butler wants Australian approval. Right? He's, he's come on, guys, just get my name right. That's yeah. all I ask of you. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, I was hoping that Haddon. Would call all the England players by incorrect names like uh, Alec Hales and David Milan and Ken Stokes. Great, you you didn't really do this. But I reckon he probably did. Actually, I think yeah, I think he did it throughout his playing career. I can imagine him behind the stumps, just getting everybody's name wrong. That's
0: a very good sledge, isn't it? Getting people's name wrong and not slightly wrong, just slightly wrong, and not doing it obviously, but just repeatedly (laughs) doing it. (laughs)
1: That's very annoying. It is
0: incredibly annoying when that happens. So I think that that would be an effective sledge that really you can't be blamed for. You could just Mm. be saying something. Nice. Uh, the other thing that was very amusing, actually, about the commentators is the fact that they were clearly commentating off a TV screen. Mm. And they yeah, weren't so,
1: certainly for the West Indies games, yeah. yeah.
0: They weren't very good at it.
1: They weren't very good at it, no. <laughs> they're they're honest... They've had a couple of years of practice. I'm not quite sure why they're so bad at it.
0: Oh, they were so funny. It was just, you know, it really sounded like they were on a ca- on the couch with a beer. No idea Mark where the ball... ball
1: went. certainly was.
0: No idea where the ball went. And I've commentated off the TV. It is quite an art, but it doesn't take long, and, yeah. and there's ways of saying where you think the ball's gone, and then clarifying what yeah. you actually know, yeah. and they weren't doing any of that. Mm. Yeah.
1: Anyway, maybe they get used to it. Uh, maybe a few more, few more years of cutbacks at sports, yeah, they'll be fine. Maybe. And uh, we we did have Don breddick on on Twitter. Uh, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he pointed out that Cam, Gre- Cam Green's runs in India appear primarily to have encouraged Stoyness to start more proactively, and finally sort out how to handle Adil Rashid. So I think that's the whole reason now for Tom uh, for Cam Green. Oh, I said Tom Green. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you are deliberately getting everybody's <laughs> name wrong.
1: Yeah. So that's the real reason for Tom Green uh, playing mm. in these uh, first few matches. Yeah. Uh, just just to just to get Stoyness and Mitch Marsh. Uh, bloody hell, we better do something here, otherwise he's going to pop up and take our spots. We'll be shovelled off and given a fake injury to get him into the squad
0: please support capitalism by checking out these sponsors
1: well this particular podcast is sponsored by a different podcast it's sponsored by the ridiculous ashes podcast uh, which is the podcast i do with uh, alex bowden and we are this time around we're covering the 2013 ashes so we've covered the first two tests so far uh, you probably recall, you may or may not recall, I don't know. I don't know how devoted you are to these things. But you may recall that the first uh, test had two classically ridiculous moments. We had Ashton Agar's 98 and Broad not walking after he edged it. Uh <laughs> via the wikiki. Absolute
0: classics, both of them. Yeah.
1: So, so huge were those two moments that uh, Alex and I could not be separated in deciding which was the more ridiculous. So we had to get Pat Cummins on to help sort it all out. And that, 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 that bit's not a joke. That no, actually happened.
0: that actually happened.
1: Uh, so you could listen to that one. And the second test is also there too. And this one has Watto growing into his role as a review waster. We also have Graham Swan instigating what he described as the worst piece of cricket in test history. And of course, the famous... That decision sucked ass, hashtag (laughs) bullshit from uh, Cricket Australia. Fabulous,
0: fabulous series that was. So it's bringing back some wonderful memories and you should absolutely listen to The Ridiculous Ashes just to remind yourselves what fun that series was. Yes.
1: So as soon as you finish listening to this one, go to wherever you got this uh, Can't Ball, Can't Throw podcast from and search for Ridiculous Ashes and download it there. I was approached by a man who I later discovered to be a bookmaker from India. I was fined $10,000 and paid my fine immediately. I realised and accept fully that my actions were naive and stupid. I realised that I was very naive and stupid and stupid and stupid. Here we are in Cat's Gambling Corner. Yeah. Um, well, what what have you got for her this time?
0: Well, I have not yet been approached by any bookmakers <laughs> <laughs> from India or any other country. Uh, so, we've got some odds uh, of of who's going to win the tournament. Mm. Let's let's have uh, some of these odds from one of the major gambling companies. We won't yep. say which one. Yep. They're all as evil as each yep, other, correct? Exactly. And so, of course, Australia are short odds to win the tournament,
1: but yeah. actually, presumably, that's because it's an Australian bookmaking company. I oh, can't I really so. believe they're prop up
0: favourites. You don't think so in Australia? And also, yeah, it's in, in Australia. Australian conditions. That helps, yeah. I guess uh- – you know, maybe, maybe the odds are... But the odds are not greatly in Australia's no. favour. Like, they're not two to one. They're no. actually almost four to one. Yeah. And England are very close second. Yeah.
1: Australia, England and India are all on, on one, like, top tier, right? Yeah. They're all so, kind so they're of four all, to one. They're, they're not, none of them are great bets because they may win it, but they're... You
0: yeah, won't win very bad. much. No, yeah. You put 20 cents on, you'll only get 80, 80 cents. cents. yeah. <laughs> and you, you won't even be able to buy an icy pole with that. No, so... Uh, you Save
1: your 20 cents. Better Bet it on someone more interesting.
0: Save your 20 cents, for sure. So the next tier are, I guess, South Africa, New Zealand, and Pakistan. Mm. All who are already through to the final stages. Mm-hmm. There, they're all about eight, nine to one. Yep. So that's a that's a reasonable bet. And then and then you have a couple of fairly good value bets here. Mm. These, this is Sri Lanka and, and the West Indies. They yep. have to get through the the early stages before the group. What do you call the early stages? I think it, that is the group. Oh, am the group I can't remember the I names. I can't remember. Anyway. The, the, the preliminary stages. The qualifying stages. Yeah. Whatever that is. Um, so Sri Lanka at nineteen. I mean, I don't think they're going to win it. So I'm not sure that's a great bet. West Indies at twenty six, a bit of an outside chance actually.
1: I, th- I think Sri Lanka are actually a better you chance reckon? than the West Indies. Yeah, I, I don't mm. mind Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka have got a few few good players in their team.
0: So I guess it depends, obviously, on your your risk aversion. Mm. And then we have uh, if you want to win a lot of money, put your twenty cents on Zimbabwe at five hundred and one.
1: Yeah, yeah, good bet. Yeah. Oh well, they've already been out here this summer already. They're acclimatized.
0: Indeed, yes. they are.
1: What about what about the most wickets?
0: Well, the most wickets. Let's have a look. I, I, I've actually personally put a bet on. Uh, um, oh, actually, I a, I'm just having a look at my bets. I've only bet on a couple of things. I put a bet on Josh Hazelwood as being player of the tournament.
1: Oh, okay, that's a good bet.
0: Uh, I'm not sure it is a good bet, but anyway. No. I,
1: I don't think betting on any Australian is, is a, it's good a good bet. bet. In this
0: tournament. But um, Hazelwood's at 18, yeah, 18 to one for the most wickets. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the one the Australian who is the shortest odds is is Adam Zampa, 15, mm. 15 to one, and then we have Hasaranga, 10, mm. 10 to one. Yeah, he's I, not Australian, of course. no, no. <laughs> no.
1: Although they'd like to have him. I think. I think so. Uh, I like uh, Rashid Khan at twenty six. I think oh. he's got lots of big bash experience. Afghanistan have already qualified; they don't have to go through this preliminary round. I think. Oh, yeah, I think wow. he's a good bet. Yeah, right. That is
0: a good bet. Let me mark that one down. Mm. I haven't put a bet on the most wickets yet. Mm. So uh, there, there's some good th- look. I think you do probably need to bet on a spinner here. Mm. So if you're going to put a bet on someone, put a bet on a spinner. Yep. And I wouldn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I wouldn't be putting it on Adam Zampa. I think Rashid Khan's a good uh, a good bet there. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, let's go on to say the most runs is Mm-mm. another useful thing. Um, now here we've got a couple of Australians in the in the running for short odds here. David Warner being one of them, yeah. and that's a fairly boring bet. It's a very
1: boring bet. Yeah.
0: So if you're wanting a good value bet, I would probably be going say Nicholas Puran mm-hmm. at eighteen maybe. Uh, you know, another really poor bet would be Virat Kohli.
1: Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, that would be terrible bet. Trillions of money on Virat Kohli.
0: Yeah, but Rohit Sharma at twelve, you're not going to win very much money. No. But I mean, he could easily get, or Rahul. They're both mm. they're both at twelve fifty. Yeah, either of those could definitely be. You know, you want it for most runs. It's who's going to take the highest proportion of runs. Yeah in a team. Well, that, that's that, why yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah that, that, that's why if um I I am not going to bet on any Australians, but if I were going to do so, Finch at 41 is a good one. Finch Finch mm. is out of form was out of form in ODIs and everybody seems to think that means he was out of form in T20s. He's been okay in T20s. Mm. He's going to be at the top of the order again. I, I 41's a good bet. Anyway, I'm not betting on an Australian. So yeah. I, I I would probably Kane Williamson at 34. He probably won't mm. score the runs quickly, but he'll probably get a lot of balls to face. Yeah. So I I I think Williamson at thirty four is okay.
0: Yeah, you've got to bet on someone who's going to take the proportionate amount, mm. you know, high proportion of runs yeah. from from them. So the only other bet that I've actually put on uh, personally at the moment, and and this is you know I've put a dollar on these, <laughs> so very low amounts of money, uh, is Matthew Wade. Yes, I, of I had to put a bet on Matty Wade. I wanted to put a bet on him as being player as being of the tournament. Sent off? <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> a most bizarre dismissal. <laughs> yeah. Which I think you can actually bet on. Yeah. Uh, but Matty Wade, this is a terrible bet. To because I've, I've put a bet on him as the top Australian tournament run scorer, which yep. would require a, a, a first-order collapse. <laughs> yeah, uh, A big first-order collapse. So, therefore, you know, the, the betting was reasonably good odds for that
1: yeah. one. I, I, I'm tempted to put a multi on Ben Stokes being both the top run scorer and top wicket-taker. So, he's 51 mm. for the former and he pays 101 for the latter. So, Ooh. if you put $2 on it, you can win $10,000 if he tops both things, if he has a rich vein of Ben Stokes' form.
0: And I have... I have I won five hundred dollars, yeah. I think, on a one dollar bet on Ben Stokes uh, in the at- last ashes. Yep. So yeah. I think that uh, uh, that's a good call. Ah, Cape Bowl, can't Bowl coming live. Thanks for tuning in. It's taking your time. We'll underappreciated act of the week and the funniest and crazy plays of the week who is going to join the honorary board, the number 1 Scott Molar award. And here we are in the Muller award for underappreciated acts of lunacy in <laughs> cricket. And we have about four nominations and the first one I'm going to give you Dan is in the second T20, India were playing South Africa. Mm-hmm. Not sure if they were playing seven T20s, but they were playing a they few. They were playing a, a few, yeah. I think uh, they've
1: switched ODIs now for some yeah, reason, right. which seems very strange.
0: Yes, you would think they would be practicing mm. the format of the year, of the yeah. day. But anyway, yeah. so we actually had a snake. Mm. A snake came out of, uh, I think it was the helmet pit, was it? Was uh,
1: yeah, it was, uh, Some uh, they said some small unnoticed pit. So <laughs> <a> <laughs> I'm not sure. The... It could
0: be a sprinkler yeah, hole or be. something yeah. like that. But anyway, it came out at extra cover and it must have scared the crap out of Wayne Parnies who was fielding there. Yep. I love the uh, the commentary. The snake came out of nowhere from a small, unnoticed pit to scare Wayne Parnell at the extra cover region. It then slithered into the square leg region. Yeah.
1: So so the South African captain just said, Slim, no, 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 don't, don't want you to extra cover. <laughs> move move, move moving, down
0: a square, square leg. Yep. Fantastic. We need to keep a track of where that uh, snake is and yep. the batter, batter needs to be well aware.
1: Mm, mm. I, I think a few snakes are okay in the shorter forms of the game. I, I wouldn't want to see them in tests though.
0: That's a That's a fair way for that snake to Slither. Did it go across the pitch? <laughs> Probably. It's gone from extra cover all the way to the leg side.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: My goodness, that's. Uh, I guess that's no one was willing fair. to pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what the protocol is. Like when there's bees, everyone has to get down on their stomach. What do you have to do if there's snakes?
1: Um, you find some anti venom. <laughs>
0: You run run and hide behind the umpire, I think, is the answer. Uh,
1: The next nomination, we've got uh, Joe Root, who did not play in Yorkshire's final match of the county cricket season, which Mm. uh, saw Yorkshire relegated, which uh, made a few Yorkshire fans unhappy. Mm. uh, Because Joe Root was instead photographed playing golf with Michael Vaughan, Piers Morgan and Kevin Peterson, which as a friend of the podcast Tom Evans put it, was surely some kind of hostage situation. (laughs) I mean, that's horrifying, isn't it?
0: Well, it's horrifying that he didn't play in in the Yorkshire final match and instead yeah. went to play golf.
1: Yeah, well, he's on a break, I think.
0: Yeah, who yeah. knows? But, but yes, what a what a group, what a what a force. I mean, if you got, if you were playing golf, which oh. I know you do regularly, <laughs> and they said uh, next you're on your own, we'll put you with this three, and that's obviously Joe Root's going. Oh my God, look who I've been put with. Yeah, maybe
1: that's what happened to Johnny Bairstow. Maybe he was with those three as well and thought oh, I'd rather break my leg in fifteen places than stick around with these lot anymore. Yeah,
0: or he just went, look, I'm going to spend most of my time in the rough. Thank yeah. you very much. Oh, I want yep. to be walking down the fairway. Yes. Wowee.
1: What's our next nomination?
0: So, uh, Nick Nick Maddinson, uh, he had a big bat, and I think mm. he had the big bat in the previous muller, mm. uh, but eventually uh, Durham was docked 10 championship points for this big bat. Yes. Yeah. Uh, is, do you think that's a bit harsh? Yeah, I think it probably is a bit harsh. Don't they realise that bats grow throughout the season? Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know, a little bit of rain in, yeah. uh, in the county season, and uh, the bats get bigger and bigger. They swell up.
1: Yep, yep. So... Very, very harsh. I mean, although to be honest, I have no idea what ten championship points means. I mean, they could earn a thousand for every win, maybe may negligible. <laughs> I mean, Who knows? Uh, the final muller we have—it's not really uh, that much of a muller. It's, it's just a good news story that women's cricket will feature at the twenty twenty six Commonwealth Games in Victoria, uh, which means Australia already have one gold medal uh,
0: locked in for those games. That's great news. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I guess we do have the other. Mala, you know, we almost have to award the muller to to Maddie Wade for holding. <laughs> on to Josh Butler, but the other... To Josh not, Butler. To Josh Butler. Yeah. Josh Butler. The only, the, the other... Uh, no, the it wasn't ad- Josh Butler. It was Mick Wood. Oh, <laughs> that's right.
1: <laughs> All right. So I think, uh, I think it's... Well, let's give it to the snake. I'm too scared of the snake to, <laughs> to not give it, give it, to it the, the Muller. So, yeah, yeah, let's give it to the Congratulations snake. Congratulations to the snake. First snake, I think, to win a Muller. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I think that wraps us up. You've been listening to Dan Libke. I'm at Lieb Cricket on Twitter.
0: And you've been listening to Cat Jones at Cat on Twitter. And you can also go for at Can't Ball Throw on Twitter. And we are on some other facial, facial medias, social medias. Uh, you can just search for uh, Don Libke and Cam Jones. In all of those places, we'll see you next week. Sport social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. name something that's not boring. Laundry?